0: To bear with me, the Boston Bruins advanced to 10-1-0 through 11 games and remain first in the Atlantic, first in the Eastern Conference, and first in the National Hockey League after taking down their heated rivals, the New York Rangers. These teams hate each other, Rob, but they need each other. There's nothing like a good old-fashioned rivalry game, Rob. Think of all the history between these two teams. The 2004 ALCS, the 2007 Super Bowl, the list goes on. I'm Joey Capone. That's Rob Tachi. Rob, what's going on, buddy? I'm having so much fun, dude.
1: Like it is so much fun watching the Bruins win this much hockey.
0: Things like, could be worse. Ta-
1: hot take, obviously, mm-hmm. but just like sitting on the couch, it's like before e- all of these games, I'm like, okay, this could this could be the loss.
0: Yeah, and which then is they okay. don't. And s- then they
1: don't lose at all. <laughs> and then they score five goals and
0: embarrass the other team in the third period. It's all they do dude they ca- they came into this game averaging four point four goals per game, which is the number one in the league which by the way, shout out to us for nailing that we- do you remember that we we threw that out like ah oh, maybe it's it's like four point four sure that sounds good. it is spot on
1: that was you but I appreciate you looping me in to give me some credit as well.
0: Yeah, it was us, dude. It was totally us. Remember, we said it at the exact same time. And then uh, I said, I don't think you're right. <laughs> and that number's only going up. And I, and now it's Rob. What is it now? More than that. 4.5. 4. 4.5 goals per game. Yes. I'm going to say staying number one in the league, too. Unless somebody goes out and scores nine goals tonight. I think that I'm just going to safely assume that that's still the bees. It's happened. And I want to get to your
1: comment about the forced rivalry. Yeah, between the Rangers and the Bruins. I don't like it's not a rivalry, but there's something there. Like at least last season, there was a few games where there was so many fights and like Frederick was really at the center of them. So very fitting that once again, Frederick is fighting the New York Rangers. But there's there's enough here. Like I don't like within the last like
0: 10 years, probably. No, I don't think they they ever synced up as being good at the same time. Like, the Rangers were sick, dude, and I I liked them when they were, like, you know, a a Stanley Cup contender. Like, I I jumped right on. I liked them, and I never felt weird about it. It never felt like rooting for the Habs or something.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they're, like, they're one of those teams that, like, when I see them in the schedule, I'm like, that'll be an interesting game and then the game happens I'm like oh yeah these are physical
0: violent games typically and usually pretty fast I like the rangers are almost always a pretty fast team that that I agree with yeah they're they're always fast but like i don't know dude i mean they're not even divisional I Do you sometimes think they're in the division? Because I do. I
1: don't know why. I thought to myself, like, oh, yeah, a division opponent. And then I'm like, nope, wrong, Metro (sighs) division. Yeah, I don't remember
0: what the old divisions were. I'll be honest with you. Not the memory guy. So, I mean, there's probably a time. I mean, they shift every, like, 18 months. so It's
1: still super weird to me the Red Wings are in the Atlantic division.
0: It is strange. strange. I don't get that. Yeah, I'm I'm never gonna totally catch up with it. But I mean, even if the Rangers were in division, I just don't think that I would look at it. It would take a lot for me to look at anybody as a rival right now, other than like the Habs and like depending on how Vegas holds out this year, like maybe them if it comes down to, to us, but it's like they're not even in conference. So like what I don't know. I just don't feel that right now. I think the Bruins can tackle anybody. I don't feel like there's anybody that like at least yet that it's like, we got to bring our A game. We got to be physical with these guys. We got to beat them down, set the tone early, get physical. Like, I don't feel that way about anybody right now. I
1: really wish that's how I felt about Toronto, like going into the Toronto game mm-hmm. on Saturday,
0: but they're so bad. Toronto is probably, yeah, they're, they're the closest one. But yeah, like you said, it's like, a, I want to feel that way. Not like I actually do.
1: Yeah. Like I still have that animosity, like, a, like a, a, an animosity that I enjoy having for them. Mm-hmm. But it's more fun when we're more equal teams, which we are clearly not right now,
0: which is awesome. It just feels good to say oh, like, so I, nice. we would hate you guys if you were one of us, but you're just not in our league. Yeah, you're not even there with us Um, coming into tonight. You want to go through some of the some of these nubbies coming into tonight? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I, I always like to kind of get
1: some context with the team that we're lining up against. So the Rangers coming into the game tonight were six, three and two, which is a pretty good record. Uh, good enough for second in the Metro fourth in the Eastern Conference and 6 in the league. Pretty good. Yeah, Uh they had a 3-1-2 record at home, a little on the shakier side. But they they had some like big names. Like Panarin had like 16 points, coming into tonight, Zavenja with 13, and wow. Fox with 9. And Igor has been putting up pretty good numbers. He was 6-0 2 with a .921 save percentage and a 2.22 goals allowed on average. Not a bad team. Like no. w- when I was thinking, like looking forward to this game, I was considering this to be like this is probably one of our p- the the Bruins' biggest challengers yet, at least mm-hmm. within
0: like the last couple of weeks. Especially with Igor, just like the beast yeah. history with Igor. Like there's just been games last year where you, they just couldn't get through them. Yeah,
1: it, it's and he's just like, like. How about just the Rangers? Always so, like having the uh, the next huge goalie up after Hank retiring. Yeah, it's like you, you would you would think fair. there might be a season or two of trying to figure out it's like no, we we got him in the wings ready to come in. I mean you thought thought the same thing about the bees. I was thinking the same thing. The yeah.
0: Bruins' goaltending depth is pretty wild, honestly. It is, and it has been for quite some time. Dude, I forgot Halak backs up Igor. Does he really? Speaking of, he does. I miss and that. he's he's off Good to a tough him. start. Oh, so well. <laughs> you gotta Igor's probably starting 75 games this year, You're slav. Yeah. Um yeah. one of the only goaltenders in the league with a better goals against in as many games is Igor Linus Olmark. Cool. Even after the last game, uh Linus Olmark plays for hold on.
1: Hold I'm writing this
0: down. Hold on. Oh, the, the Boston Bruins. Yeah, he plays for the Boston Bruins. Uh uh 2.19 goals against average even after that Penguins game. That's impressive. Allowed five goals in – I mean, they don't even count the full 60 minutes either because he didn't play the full 60.
1: He took a breather.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, that would hurt his goals against even more. And it's still uh, a 219. So, shout out Linus.
1: Yeah, uh, and one last Rangers stat I want to throw at you is that there's no one in the bottom six who's averaging more than nine minutes a game for the Rangers. Very top-heavy team to the point where that's like very probably very problematic for them going forward like shades of like Boston in the last couple of years where you'd have like the top line. It's like, yeah, they have like 18 points in the last four games and you want to enjoy that. But you're like, that's kind of worrying. Like that's all of the points. And It's also like,
0: yeah, they're playing 28 minutes a game. So that would also be why. Uh, But yeah, let's get into this game, huh? If we're good to get into it, dude, let's, let's get into it. So uh, dude, first thing out of the gate, Rangers came out swinging physical game right off the bat. They started throwing the bodies around um, and started creating chances pretty much right away, too. Yeah. And the fourth line's
1: starting, too. For both sides, right? Yeah. Yeah. They called them the checking lines on the broadcast. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I was like, Bostock. Oh, checking, like, oh. oh, check. Oh, 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 right. oh, I see.
0: Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Whatever. I thought that was that was strange. It was like, checking line, I guess. Is that really what we do with the fourth line? Is that really modern fourth liners? I don't, I don't know. even know. In, I don't I don't really that. think so.
1: Also real quick, ESPN Plus there mm-hmm. like it feels like every game there's just like a new streaming service. Like the next game will be on like Paramount. Like
0: yeah, let's let's talk about that first. Why is it so hard to watch games? I just want to watch hockey. Stop Why making me so sign into
1: so many different things that I have to steal accounts from my family for.
0: <laughs> it's and it's all sports. It's yeah. not even just ho- it's just across the board. They're like Oh yeah, this one's an Amazon Prime Prime exclusive and you have to order the Fire Stick that it comes on a week ahead of time. Like why why that? Why not just the channels? Can we get it on the channels on the television? Nope. I don't know. I know I'm I'm sure that there's people who I understand it. I understand there's like a a buck to be made. It's just it's annoying when something is like within like not free, but like you're already paying for it. And then there's just, like, an additional cost. Like, wait, nothing changed. You didn't read the fine print. It's just, yeah, they just said, like, hey, we reserve the right to just, like, do whatever we want to. Yeah.
1: I will say uh, uh, good news is that, Mm. uh, if I'm remembering this correctly, this is the last national broadcast game until, I think, the Winter Classic on January 2nd. That's, like, not that far. For whatever. No. Looking at, yeah, it's November. Yeah, that's two months from yesterday will be the Winter Classic. Yeah.
0: Too soon. And we're too, getting too soon. the
1: meth bear jersey too, or at least the meth bear logo. Yeah.
0: yeah I know there was a lot of that.
1: there was a lot of like Pooh Bear versus Meth Bear. And then the reverse retros came out and they're like Pooh Bear is the victor,
0: or is it? So now we get both. How spoiled yeah. are we? I mean, it, dude, a year, it's like I'm just gonna say it's Bergie and Krejci's final years. We get yeah. Pooh Bear and Meth Bear, and we get like a historic start. Uh expectations are high. Oh, they're so high. The vibes this, are high right now. This is, is the right team, now. right? This is them. This is them. It's too soon. It's too soon to save oh. through them. Uh, but about, about the ESPN thing, one more thing. I know we're going to get into this game, but like I, I they mentioned the Star Watch thing again, right? Like I, the I, the cameras on the two guys, and it was I, Pasta I, and Zavandajad tonight. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to watch the game through that, just so I can. No, don't like, give them numbers. Don't make them think someone's doing that. Well, I can't, Rob, because you have to actually have an ESPN Plus account in order to do that, which is $100. So so you can't... I can't even just like, oh, I'm going to throw it on for the... That's why they're pushing it so much because it's not just like another channel on Hulu or like download the ESPN app. You have to have an ESPN Plus account, which the default bundle, I'm not exaggerating, is $100. That's why I can't afford a home. (laughs) because <laughs> i I can somebody I have to watch finances, one game a please? year and and dude i finally got it i was like that's why they're pushing it so much it made me feel dumb i was like of course it's extra money that's why they're pushing this thing and making it seem cool but like can you i don't know can you imagine like you pay all this extra money and all you get is like that this <laughs> that's angle like where, where you this... get to see mika jet on the jet on
1: the bench it's a feature i don't i don't even want to use if it's included Never mind have to pay for it's like one of those, like, oh, I guess that they just wanted to fill out the website a little bit more. Not like how do we justify taking a hundred dollars a month? I don't know. Just zoom the camera in on this one person for the whole fucking game. It's ridiculous. That's what people want.
0: They're like making me pay the cameraman for the day. You do that. Yeah, you do that. I give you money to do that. I guess that is kind of how. Businesses work. anyway good. so this game this game this game this game rangers came out hot dude um within the first couple minutes panarin had an incredible chance in the slot uncontested wide open omark shut him down i think i had a feeling like right off the bat like there's going to be an omark game
1: the moment that panarin entered the zone strawman looked like he shit his pants like he he mm-hmm. kind of buckled like, he didn't look like he knew if he wanted to close in or kind of like pull back and like kind of cut off the shooting lane a bit more. And mm-hmm. that was like immediate. I'm like, that's Panarin would score there. That's something that's a, exactly what Panarin's reputation reaps.
0: Yeah. And I already exactly counted it. it in my yeah. Head. I
1: was like, well, here we go. And then right away, like a little like check. I'm like, okay, Strowman
0: struggling. Dude, he's had, yeah, he struggled throughout this whole game and he struggled last game too. Just some like. It's like he's in position and doing the right things, just not well. And like I think that's more indicative of how
1: good the rest of the team is. Cause I think on most years yeah. he would kind of blend in, but this year he's like
0: the sore thumb and he's still serviceable. He's yeah. not bad. This was, uh, this is also a strawman revenge game, dude. He's a former Ranger. That he so. is. Big Strawman revenge game, and boy, did he not show up! That's where the rivalry comes in. That's where the and these teams they don't like each other. Do you
1: remember it was like eight years ago? NBC did their Wednesday night rivalry, and it was the mm. Boston Bruins versus the Minnesota Wild. <laughs> and the only justification was that Matt Cook was on the Wild at the time. Sure. Okay. Okay. Yeah.
0: I'll take it. I'll take- I,
1: I. It's been nine years, and I can't stop thinking about it. I, I always look for an excuse to bring it up. I mean.
0: You can only do so many rivalry every week. Yeah, I you can don't. do a rivalry game every week. How do you do that? You don't. There was a video game called uh, two thousand It was like two thousand four NHL Rivals, and when you went through like the the quick play menu and you got two teams lined up that were rivals, you'd get like a thing that like you know like they light up and it's like rivalry game. But like there was like six matchups. It's like the the whole game's mechanic. The whole gimmick was based around one thing that, like, wasn't even playable. At least they were honest. Yeah, at least they weren't saying, like, the Bruins and the Wild are rivals. Or the Bruins and the Rangers are these heated rivals. I really can't believe they were showing, like, Red Sox and Patriots highlights to be like, Boston, New York. You remember how that's a thing? Yeah, they're scraping the bottom of the barrel at that point. They certainly are. They
1: certainly are. And like, there's enough between these teams. Like, like again, not a ton, but like, you don't need to be going to other sports to be like, I don't know if you guys knew this, but Boston and New York don't really get along very well. Remember
0: in 2004, 18 years ago? No, I don't. I don't remember 2004, (laughs) largely. I I think they actually showed like the A-Rod punch, which is oh, three. And that so, framed on my wall. They're talking about 19 years ago. Let's bring it. Let's bring it in. Yeah. You know, let's reel it back a little bit. Anyway, 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 right, anyway, the, the game, the game, the game, the game, the game, the game, the game.
1: Um, pasta got rocked a lot this game, especially the Brutz
0: got rocked a lot, too.
1: Yeah, very. They, they got their share of bruises tonight.
0: Pretty early on, dude. Pasta. So pasta gets hit along the boards. Uh, he gets laid out by Lindgren. Beautiful check. Beautiful yeah. check and on the ice looks up at Lindgren is like like i'm coming for you he did, like it, when pasta has his pissed off eyes there's no mistaking it it's there it's it's eminent and he follows up makes a beautiful check again a half a second after lindgren gets rid of the puck passing up out of the neutral into the neutral zone lays him out shoulder to shoulder knocks him down arm goes up interference call Uh, no, that's not what that penalty is for. That's not it at all. That is like by the books, not an interference call. I think that's pretty unbiased to still say that that's not an interference call. You know what I mean? Like I can, I can remove bias from myself and still say that's just not a penalty. Yeah. I looked at it.
1: I'm like in the playoffs, that is not a penalty, which obviously this is not the playoffs, but like that is, it's like one of those like borderline depends on the night, depends on the ref. Like, I don't think it's a penalty. Epasto was interviewed after the first period, and he said, uh, talking about when he got hit, he said, I didn't have the puck, so I think it could have been interference. And he said, my hit might have been a second too late, but I don't think so. And, like, I agree. Like, it's, like, less than it. a yeah. beat. It's less than a beat. Like, it's within reason that, like, when he hit him, I was like, nice. And then I saw mm-hmm. the arm go up. Didn't even really, like, initially get upset with it. I just texted you. I'm like, worth it. Because mm-hmm. like I love that. Like when someone gets rocked, I always you watch them and you're like, they're going to take that out on somebody sooner mm-hmm. rather than later. Dropped them immediately and as we know, penalized for it. But yeah. no, I I don't think that really should have been a penalty. No. Even like and again, like to your comment about the bias. If that happened against the Ruins, I think I would have been like, yeah, like no, not really. Like would have t- happily taken the power play, but would not have been upset if they didn't call that.
0: Yeah. Luckily, nothing comes of it. No power play goal for the Rangers. Uh, No power play goals allowed on the road for the Boston Bruins this year. And 19 straight kills going into the game. That is you know, 19 straight coming. I think it ended, or I think that 19 number came up in the middle of the game. Is it I higher it than your, that? I think it might be I have it in the first 20 period. or 21. So yeah, now it's at 2021, 20, whatever, somewhere around there. Um straight but yeah still none allowed on the road which is odd i feel like there if In there was ever way. a situation that you would be likely to give up a, a goal it is the, uh on the kill on the road so that's that is beyond encouraging um yeah they said they're
1: the bruins are the only team to not have given up a power play goal on the road so far wow
0: this team, dude and and to do it against these jerseys Against your rivals. Against your rivals <laughs> in their in their reverse retro jersey. I like them. I didn't Dude, notice the,
1: them, but I like them.
0: I didn't notice they were reverse retros either. Yeah, they like it's looked not looked until they altered. zoomed
1: in. I was like, oh,
0: right. That's not the same. They look like exactly what the reverse retro should is. Just like, hey, here's something from the past. Remember this? We changed it a little bit. Just a bit. And it, it's nice. It's beautiful. I love it. Uh, I'm I'm all about it. Yeah. I want to
1: talk uh, about the save that Igor had on uh, on Zaka. On Zaka, Zoc- yeah, yeah, it but was from like DeBrusque. DeBrusque. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was a beautiful pass from DeBrusque, and Zaka collected it. And like there was just nothing to shoot at there by the time Zaka collected it. But like again, just like Jake DeBrusque playing as a top line talent right now is so good to see because for so long, for like I think like three or four seasons, the conversation was he has this in him. He's very streaky, but he's not consistent enough to warrant the spot on the roster. Mm -hmm. And then, you know,
0: he's alive and well this season. And it's just really good to see. Cause like, I mean, we all knew he could do it when the rest of the team is clicking and there's a a change in coaching, hopefully one that's like actually advantageous to his play style and not just like, you know, just enjoying the fact that it's a change right now. But like, there's just a lot of factors going in his direction. Like, the less eyes on him, I think, the better. You know, when when he was the face of the Bruins for a little bit, and he was like all the news stories because he requested a trade. Like, it's gonna get to you. So, which oddly uh, actually is like pretty shortly before he went on his like big streak at the end of the year last year. But still, he was doing it despite the team. I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't care. A goal is a goal. <laughs> yeah. But but no, I mean, Igor looked strong, dude. Um, dude, he right immediately after that, Dabratz Kazaka scoring chance, puck came right back the other way, and Carlo broke up a two on one beautifully. Just he does what, um, what Stroman does just like this much better. You know, he's like he's in the right places, he's doing the right things. The difference is he does them just well enough to complete the job. He gets in the passing lane. And he's not—he's not rocking somebody. He's not taking the puck and going the other way. But he's in there just enough to deflect. Not even really gather possession or anything, just to deflect, just to interrupt the play. Uh, but that happened quick, dude. That was—that was another one where on the break I was like, "Oh, this is probably it. This is probably it." Yeah, I mean this in the best way possible.
1: Carlo is a very boring defenseman.
0: Yeah, just like gets he, the job he's done.
1: not like your offensive talent. He's not like flashy. He's like one of those defensemen that like you don't notice. And then you're like, Carlo played 21 minutes tonight. Like, <laughs> which like I, I always say when you call up a defenseman, I'm like, I don't want to notice you. Like, I should not notice you're on the ice. Like, don't draw mm-hmm. attention to yourself. I mean, like very early in the
0: season when people are talking about defensive pairings, I I feel that way. They're like, they're like, oh, I kind of like these guys together. I'm like, oh, uh, mm-hmm. it, the, then, yeah, I guess I do, because I haven't noticed them. They seem like they're doing just fine. Like, they seem to be getting the job done together. If I'm noticing you, it's probably for a bad reason. Yeah, that's exactly why I don't want to notice you. Dude, somebody... This is what you call a segue. Ready for this? Someone I've been noticing in a positive way, especially in this first period. Hit me. Nick Foligno. Uncle Nick. How
1: about him? Uncle Nick.
0: What, how a game.
1: what a game. For, and we talked about this last game. Like, how good is he looking? It's so good to see. Just so the boys are
0: thriving. Oh, I love to see it. Dude, he's shooting the puck first. He's creating chances. He's like digging down low in the corners and like not panicking. He's like holding the puck and looking. He's he's playing smart and he's playing fast.
1: Yeah, he, he had this like really great like drag move, like going up to the net. And I didn't like anything come from it. Mm. but like you could tell he was frustrated by it and then like 15 seconds later he just buried somebody into the boards and i'm like that's so good like that's such a good little microcosm of his play so far Mm -hmm. it's like surprising flash of offensive talent and then just grit and just like Mm -hmm. pushing someone against the glass it's so good it's like it's a little lucichi honestly that's a pretty good way of describing it's not a bad it's like a a, a (laughs) fat He seems faster and better with better hands than Lucic. I will mm. say, and as a consequence, not as physical as the ogre that is Milan Lucic. You see, he, Lucic had like three hits and like like three knock people to the ground hits in 12 seconds last game. Dude, he I mean, he looks like a gargoyle. He, he looks like Kingpin from Into the Spider-Verse, where his head is just kind of coming out of like his lower chest a little bit and like. <laughs> Which is mean because, like, he has his back, but, like... He has a hunchback. Well, he what has, do a, you he do? has a hunchback. There's, like, a photo of him after they won the cup, and it's, like, you don't realize how pronounced his hunchback is. Like, he's so... I Like, I would have it's taken perfect for a, a, a league minimum for this year pretty happily. Hey, there's still time, dude. Yeah. So, uh, how about
0: David Pasternak? Uh, David Pasternak scores that first goal <laughs> somehow. Oh what? That God. is the silliest little goal I've ever seen. You see what happened with the net on that goal? Yeah, we're going to talk about that. Yeah, I, that's there's, there's that's an interesting play right there. So, Igor, for those who missed it, if you're listening to this without having seen the game, I mean, strange move on your part, but I'll gladly fill you in on what happened. I'll be here. more thorough. Let me know. <laughs> <laughs> Igor uh, uh in setting while, while Pasternak is taking it down the left wing boards, uh, kind of nudged the net from underneath with the shoulder. Knocked the net up uh, out of the moorings for a sec. And then, uh, as possible, released a backhander from the bottom of the circle along the boards. Somehow snuck in short side, top shelf. And the immediate talk was whether or not the Rangers were going to challenge the goal because the net had been knocked off by Igor seconds prior to the goal. Which had that happened, Rob Tachi? Yes, I would have lit myself ablaze. I would have laughed. I don't care if this is Game Eleven, and I know that we're going to win anyway. Just out of principle, you don't get to do that. You don't get to challenge that. Let alone whether or not like it it even got upheld or not. Just the act of challenging it, I would have lost my mind over. That's That's like calling an objection.
1: That's like calling an objection on yourself in court. Like, wait, no, 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 that's not what we meant to do. That does not count. Like, Yeah,
0: strike everything I just said for yeah. the record.
1: And, like, during the play, it's like you can see what he's trying to do. Like, he knows Pasta's holding in the backhand. At that point, That his only move, if he wants to shoot it, is to probably go near side over his shoulder. So he's just kind of just hopping up a little bit to cover that spot. And in doing so, rocks the net backwards. Mm. And I read that, like, and I this may not even be true, uh, that so long as the integrity of the pegs in the ice... Are uncompromised. It doesn't matter if the net is rocking back and forth. So even, so it would it wouldn't have mattered. So people like that wasn't even going to go in, which like it very well might have been. It's it's so hard to say with any kind of confidence.
0: But it it wouldn't matter. Put it in a position where it went in because of what he did.
1: Yeah, and honestly, it was still such a good shot. I don't even want to discredit it at all by suggesting it might have been not a goal because that was
0: still a Ridiculously good shot, saying and it's like one a a of the only possible, yeah, saying it's a good shot is like implying that he meant to do it, didn't he? I give him credit, like, no, no, well, sir. what else would he have been doing? Just throwing it at the net,
1: yeah, he didn't mean to score, he just meant to throw a puck at a net,
0: get a whistle, create a chance, get the puck on net. No, I don't was... think that he was trying to go short side backhand in a slot the size of an envelope. <laughs> you know, no,
1: I I'm wrong, and I know I'm wrong because from that same interview in, uh pasta after the first period, he said this is a surprising goal to me to be honest. I don't score many <laughs> from the backhand, so I'm more confident he knew what the... he was doing than Pasta was. The back I backhand is the what's surprising not. to
0: him, not the yeah. not the placement, but the no. the fact that it's on his backhand. That's yeah. That that was
1: behavior. that was really what did it for him. Uh, uh, ra- random thought. Do yeah. you ever forget that Taylor Hall is technically a power forward? Because I think Taylor Hall forgets that
0: Taylor Hall is technically a power forward. I thought you were going to say technically a Boston Bruin.
1: Uh, that
0: he is. That he. No, don't forget that. Um, I don't really think of him that way at all. I don't tend to either. But every like whenever
1: like, and I don't want to say rarely, but not very often, he'll lay a big hit and be like, "Yeah, Taylor Hall, the power forward." I'm like, "That's not. He's just a big talent. Like he's." Yeah, big as in size, well, in talent itself, but I don't know. It's just like sometimes, like he kind of shows shades of being that type of player, mm-hmm. but he just has too much skill to be considered a raw power forward. I think
0: it's just, yeah, it's just the wrong way of looking at him. I think I think it it discredits his ability a little bit for whatever reason. I don't know why because you think of a power forward as being somebody who's like brooding. I mean, I'm again, I think of Milan Lucic. Lucic, like, that Milan is, Lucic. The power. yeah, that's when yep. I think of power forward. I think of Milan Lucic. Yeah, I've i have just being a Lucic a lot. I was gonna say, yeah, it's, this is gonna be a big Lucic pod. Um, the only other thing I had from uh, the first period here is uh, Thomas Noshik had a breakaway. Oh, and Tom, just flip flop, dimple damned on his on himself. <laughs>
1: Okay. Dribble, it, drooled it's, all over himself. <laughs> I'm going to give him some credit here. Not even okay. credit, but I'm going to take some weight off of him because it's not like the goal, potential goal last game where you have an empty net in overtime and you hit the pose. He w- yeah, had two this defensemen. One was to break away. He had two defensemen like on his ass and he had it yeah. on the backhand. And like the best he was going to do was kind of shovel it on net. And they're like, oh, still scoreless. I'm like, fucking, who is scoring that? <laughs> Maybe David Posternock again by accident, but. Yeah, that one I was like, that. All right, let's cut him some slack. That wasn't really a great a chance. He just was kind of ahead of the defenseman a little bit.
0: (laughs) Yeah, not many fourth liners in the NHL are are turning
1: that into a goal.
0: Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. It is crazy when whenever uh, somebody mentions that it's January that he last scored, and it's like, it's like looking at the calendar. It's like it's November. I really, really am rooting for him to go a full calendar year. I do love when they they
1: say it's been like they're implying it's been 12 months when in real reality, that's like four months of hockey, four or five months. So it almost feels like a a disingenuous way of of phrasing it, but it does drive the point home. Did you, after the the goal, potential goal from last game, I mentioned they showed him on the bench, kind of almost like down the tunnel, just like smashing his stick into the ground. I just feel for that guy, dude. Like, it's just, I feel for him, but
0: it's also like, you're in a place where your team is not relying on you for offense, yeah. bro. Like, oh, that's like, I mean, just mentally, that's got a way on you. Just like it, at
1: a certain, it's just the yips. Like at a certain point this are it's you're just only in your own way.
0: He's got to get a matter- an empty matter,
1: but he's not going to be on the ice <clears throat> in that scenario. So it's not going to happen. Yeah.
0: I, I think it's a matter of your locker room, how your guys are taking care of you. Yeah, you know, hard. if, cause I think if you're getting jabbed for it, I think you can almost take it easier. Yeah. You'd be like, okay. Like we're all we're all on the same page. These guys aren't actually mad at me, or like nobody's holding me to this standard. I think like if there's this weird taboo thing around it, and it doesn't get brought up, it's probably getting more in his head. You know? Yeah. Like I don't know. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, going into the second period here.
1: Uh, no Lindgren into the second period for New York, which what is happened- a big loss. Uh, I uh he w- had a prior engagement possibly. I don't know. Uh he was laying really big hits. He had that he had a big hit on Pasternak. I think it was that one we were mentioning before. And he had another one on Bergeron as well. So like I made mm. a note and like keep an eye out for Lindgren. Um mm. and then when the second period started, kind of just like how the Bruins lost Forbert last game, they lost Lindgren. So they mm. were down to defenseman. So Adam Fox is gonna be playing a lot more minutes. He's gonna be shuffling defensive pairings a lot. So that's like a huge game changing
0: loss for New York. So that was that was like I didn't even notice that. That's crazy. I didn't notice well, it because I, I wasn't there for the beginning of the set. Well, I wasn't there at the game for any of the game. I was in I was in where I live in New England here. Um, well, I, I missed some of the early period, though. I was juggling. For one, I had the World Series going and juggling these two things at this time is a little tough. I also, on, okay. I also had a whole box of hamburger helper beef stroganoff right before the game had started. So. I did I was, think you were about to say I had a box of hamburgers
1: <laughs> and I wasn't
0: even appalled. I was like, where does one get a box of hamburgers? Oh, like, how many come in a box? Uh, yeah, no, I had a box of hamburger helper beef stroganoff. So that was uh, that was doing things to me. Yeah, I was I was in it was in the old I was in the loo for a little bit of the beginning. of You, the you weren't
1: at the Rangers game, but you were in England.
0: In England? the the loo is that a is that a british phrase are you serious what do you think it is i don't know my mom says
1: it. no the loo is what they call it our friends across the pond referred to the toilet as oh you you stared at me blankly for so long i thought we lost connection (laughs) again i almost
0: texted you it was just just well i was stunned i was stunned i was like why would i have been in england we both are i assure you Uh, the first thing I see coming into the Boston Bruins, (laughs) coming into the second period, Jake DeBrusque, uh, gets the Boston Bruins onto the power play with an incredible effort breaking into the zone, gets his stick knocked out of his hands, picks it back up and still gets a shot off as he's falling. That, that could have been three penalties,
1: first of all. I think you could hear him say something when that happened, like kind of just like, ah, shit, like kind of not even like a full frustration, but it's kind of like an oops, like, and then he like picked up his stick, his hands were like a foot and a half apart, like in the center of the stick, like he looked like he was holding a lightsaber, like, and then he just like choked up on it and kind of technically got a shot off. And yeah, like the moment the hand went up, I was like, what an incredible play. Like, that's like such a top line move to do it's like even when you're yeah. not really a threat offensively like you still manage your a penalty i love that
0: yeah i mean you you catch the defense on their the defense on their heels like you got to take advantage in those situations and that's what it looked like they were playing lazy hockey they're playing slap yeah. hockey and he's like yeah i'm going for this i'm taking
1: this yeah absolutely and then on the power play like a few seconds in at <laughs> one point and like it wasn't even commented on you can see Martian if Martian is just so much fun to watch when he's on the ice, like at all times, because he's always doing something. He's so good at making enough contact to annoy the other players without it being a penalty. Like he's always like kind of against them. And he like <laughs> skated by one of the Rangers and just like knocked their stick out of their hands. And they kind of like <laughs> threw up their hands and they just skated away like up the ice. Like
0: I'm on the power play. That. I'm busy. Like I love that. I love him so much. That's just yeah. so great. Because I've seen that exact reaction. I've seen him do that before. Yeah. And that reaction that you get from people is so good. Like the the hands up look around, like he can do that. Like, yeah, yeah he th- does. It, he does that. There's
1: a point later in the game where like Goodrow was like shoving him and you just the look on Marshan's face, he couldn't have given less of a shit. He was like, This means you mean nothing. Like this is like you're trying to pester me right now. Like, do you understand
0: who I am? Like, I love it. Uh, The Rangers came out swinging right after that power play, though.
1: I have that note as well. Yeah, they had a really good surge there. It was like a minute of zone time for them.
0: That was that was scary. Felt like they were going to like something was getting going there.
1: Yeah, it was almost like they were going to score a goal shortly after.
0: Uh, But dude, Omar kept bailing them out like over and over again. There was like multiple opportunities, like be it rebounds, be it wide open shooting lanes or, or, uh, you know, high scoring opportunity shots. Omar. Kept him in that. That was a. That was all Omar in that that two minute stretch there.
1: Yeah, and that's like just indicative of how he's been for this team so far. It's like the moment that you really need your goaltender, he's there in spades, and, and it's dude, so good to have.
0: He's unbelievable, dude. I love Linus Omar. The only other person that I can point to in that, uh, little stretch there that was <laughs> a, a, a notable presence defensively. Is Nick Felino again? Nick Felino like saved a goal. Like he, he, he blocked a wide open shot, took the puck and took it the other way. I think they were, I think the power play or that wasn't a power play. Never mind. But like broke the puck out too. Like he saved a goal. Nick Felino saved a goal. I was like, I watched it back and I like got up out of my seat and I was like, is that, that's not 17, is it? And it was, it was Nick Felino. He's everywhere. What can't Uncle Nick do? Yeah. Uh shortly after that, though, is the the Jimmy VC from Zabana Jad goal. What a uh, fucking pass. Yeah. I wasn't even mad. That yeah. was just
1: perfect. Uh and, I will tell you what I do hate though is mm-hmm. the New York Rangers goal song. I hate it so much. Goal song. I the uh, uh, like it's just like it's nothing like it's not a song i wrote down
0: rangers have a great goal song no uh, it's original
1: what that doesn't mean anything i don't care like you could write your own shit and be terrible it's
0: still original like that's fair but like i don't know dude i i i'll for one thing i'll say this i don't like actual songs aside from a few like like the fratelli's Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, yep, yeah, there, there it is. There you go. The that's best like one the, in the NHL, I think.
0: That's like the best one, but like also <laughs> the worst one is a song, and that's uh, you make my dreams come true. That's not a goal song, that's a terrible, Whoa. terrible celebration song.
1: Is that Toronto?
0: That's Toronto.
1: I hate them enough already that I, I don't I need to. them, <laughs> and
0: I love the song. And the, the, but it's not a goal song. Like that's not like. Listen, I love The Doors. Uh, but if I ever reach a day where I'm telling the Bruins, you should play The End after they score, maybe I'm not all with it. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I don't so know you how play much to get people Oats, we need. A I don't lot. know, but just I, I like that it's like okay, this isn't. I just like that the Rangers have something that's like this is our song. It's not like some other song that you've heard before. You only hear this song inside. Madison Square Garden when the Rangers score, and they it's interactive. The oh, and then underneath it's going. Let's go Rangers! Oh,
1: the the pitches are now, not far enough apart from each other. You, it's too nuanced. I want like zombie oh, oh oh. That's why I love Chelsea Dagger. Like it's it's so we it, like how easily can He's you picture someone. yourself being drunk in Chicago at watching them score and then. Singing along to Chelsea Daggers.
0: You course. don't think you could be drunk in New York going,
1: oh, oh, oh? I think that's all drunk New Yorkers do anyway. So I guess that makes sense that that's what their goal it's song is. It's easy.
0: You got to slow it down for New Yorkers.
1: <sighs> Stop there's, making me agree with you. I want to hate, doodoo hate this goal song.
0: <laughs> there's too many sounds Ugh. in Chelsea Dagger for them. They're like, give us like three max. No, I want to sit like,
1: down and rank all the goal songs now, but that's another video. We should absolutely
0: do that. Maybe we'll make it YouTube the that something. Uh, uh, but uh, that go- dude, do you remember the VC sweepstakes when we were like very seriously in that and how much that d- didn't matter at all?
1: I felt like a really bad hockey fan because I didn't mm-hmm. know him at all. Mm-hmm. And it was just like out of nowhere. It's just like, we're going to we might get Jimmy BC. And I was like, yeah, who? Nice. <laughs> and then like he ended up going to New York and it was like a whole thing. Like everybody like people in Boston felt slighted by it. So like, well, you're not a college it- hockey guy. Like
0: I'm trying to get into it more. Like when Mm -hmm. I learned that
1: Kale McCarr played at UMass and I missed that, I was pretty upset. Like I have a coworker that got to see him play. And I'm really jealous of that because I don't get to see Kale
0: McCarr play in person because he's in Colorado. I only get to see that once a year. Dude, when my dad worked at BU, he had free tickets. And my the first game I went to, my dad was like, watch these two guys. That center, that defenseman, keep your eye on them. And they were Jack Eichel and Charlie McAvoy. <laughs> what, He's what like, this eye. team is good. You might want to yeah. watch these guys. And I, uh, yeah, it's it's, it's fun to watch guys. come. It's a totally different feel, though. I get oh, it. It's yeah. just not. It's just Grizzly not... goes on that team, too, I think. I would believe that. Yeah, I was kind of distracted by those together.
1: two. I mean, that's fair. I mean, I'm not going to kind of put Matt Grizzly on the same pedestal. I would put Jack Eichel or Charlie McAvoy on.
0: No, I mean, we'll get
1: to Grizz. He had. We'll, <laughs> oh, we're we'll getting get We're getting to Grizz. Uh, but uh, immediately
0: after this goal, dude, comes probably oh, yeah. the highlight of the game. The fire a double burst. fight.
1: Love it. Oh, let's even start with the hit. Because I that was such a good hit on Frederick. And Frederick yes. is not a guy who's going to just let you do that.
0: No. So Braden Schneider lays out Freddie. I mean, we can say lays out. He, oh, that was damn near, the, what,
1: the best hit I've seen this season, I think.
0: Damn near took his lid off. Like yeah. he
1: he flattened him. He looked like he was falling off a cliff. Like
0: And then and Greer skates across the ice, takes Schneider, and is like, Hey, we're going. Schneider says, You betcha. Freddie gets up and starts a fight with just the nearest person to him, who happens to be goodrow Uh, the and the drops happen simultaneously enough that the refs don't call a a um misconduct. A misconduct on the second fight. I didn't know you could do that. You have to if it's during the stoppage, the second fight. Yeah, I, guess. Yeah. I don't know We're... why that there is there. It's probably just to keep the refs from like having to break up multiple fights and stuff.
1: So uh, th- this uh, set of plays conjured up a big argument among hockey fans, and I'm curious where you stand on this. Yeah, uh, fighting someone after a big legal hit. Yeah, it's going to no. happen. Okay, that's a realistic take. I think. Do you it's like it, happen. though? Like, do you like that that would happen? Or would you rather them just be like, that's in the rules. Like, I I don't have a real reason to drop the gloves right now.
0: Uh, I think it should honestly probably come with an instigating penalty. Okay. Like, I don't know. I mean, but I'm also thinking, like, what if somebody – Clean check, suicide pass, straighten his sternum, flat on his back, knocked out cold. Patrice Bergeron. Don't I? You just? I just said it. You activated my flight or fight response just now. Like and, part of me just. And in that moment, leaned forward and like who? And in that moment, Trent Frederick. I don't know why they're on the ice together. Trent Frederick. <laughs> Something went over. Wrong. Grabs this guy and is like, "You want to go?" And the guy's like, yep. And they drop and Freddie knocks him out, like, first punch. And then you find out, like, also, you guys are on the penalty kill now. We would all be screaming. We'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about? We're on the penalty kill. Patrice Bergeron just got murdered. Yeah,
1: well, first of all, there's no conversation. You touch Bergeron, like, you better just take your gloves off because you're probably having the four other Bruins on the ice coming after you with a lot of aggression. But, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I, I think it's more entertaining hockey when you get the fights after the hit i can understand and appreciate wanting to respect like that wasn't an illegal hit like don't i don't want to say slows the game down but don't stop the game for it like let it keep going like yeah. if i was watching clips from 2013 playoffs yesterday and the amount of just like massive huge hits that people just like it it doesn't matter like nobody addresses it like it's like the crowd goes crazy and the game moves on like, playoffs, playoffs yes, too. Yeah. yes. But even in the playoffs now, it's it's still like usually a big response. I'm fine with it. I'm fine with the the fights after it, um, because the other side of that is, like you said, it's like what if that hit happened on Bergeron and nobody did anything? Legal hit, but nobody goes up to the guy. Like nobody tries to drop the gloves. Like when Luch, yeah. there he is again, ran over Ryan Miller and then effectively ended the Sabres organization for like five to eight years. Like. Like, nobody on that team did anything. It was like Paul Gostad that, like, the next time they played them, like, his first shift, he had to fight him. Because they're like, hey, look, you got hey, remember away. Remember how we didn't jacket. do
0: anything last time? <laughs> <laughs> remember how we let you murder our goaltender? Yeah, no, yeah, I, I, I think got it's have an answer for that now. I don't know. Well, the thing is, that move is usually reserved for star players. It's usually, hey, you hit Patrice Bergeron. Hey, you hit Austin Matthews. But to, to react like that to Freddie a guy who can for sure hold his own and a guy who he didn't get hurt. He got right up. Yeah, I didn't no, think it was point. kind of weird. I was like, Hey, we can, maybe Freddie can handle this himself, but I definitely don't think it's like penalized worthy. The fact that Greer did get two minutes for, I didn't even know this. I've like heard this rule thrown around, but I don't know like the specifics of the rule is a better way to say what I mean here. He got called because of distance traveled. Yeah. They kept saying that. I hate that because (laughs) if it was Patrice Bergeron, if it was like a dirty hit that didn't get called, if it did seriously injure your teammate, I don't care if you're 120 feet away, dude. Like, yeah, we're going to close the gap on you. And if, especially in that situation where Greer grabs Schneider, Schneider says, yeah, let's go. I'll drop it with you. Like there's no instigation there. He said, "Let's, let's go. He said, yes.
1: Yeah, to me, the instigator should really be reserved for if you just go up to a guy and you take your gloves off and like there is no conversation. It's just like, I'm fighting you. It's up to you if you want to fight back. Like, yeah, that, that, I, I disagree with that, I guess. I don't love the instigator rule most of the time. One of those rules where like out of a hundred times where it would be relevant, it's like really important to have. And the other 99, it's like, all right, well, I guess. Mm-hmm. But as to like standing up for Freddie, it's like I think Freddie and Greer are both in that same camp of like they would always stick up for anyone else on the team. Mm-hmm. So it didn't surprise me. I'm like, yeah, Greer strikes me as the guy who would do that. And I think part of it is knowing that Freddie is also the kind of guy who did that. So you would look to look after them as well.
0: I love that Freddie gets up and he's like, Oh shit, like Greer's already fighting him. Yeah, like I will take anybody. Whoever.
1: Yeah, let's go. We're going to no, um, it was it was entertaining. I, I, I enjoyed that. That whole that whole sequence. So shout out
0: both of them. Also, shout out. Lauka, lauko Lauka. I'm never going to say his name right. Lauka. Lauko. Lau, Lauko. Lau-co. I lauko. would say Lauka. Wrong. Like soft, o. Lauka. You lost me. Lauka. Shout oh. out. Oh, hello. Now, shout out Lauko for serving the minor for Greer. I always feel bad for those guys because <laughs> I've been that guy. <laughs> and when, when coach looks at you and is like, hey, you're going, you're serving this. He's essentially saying like, hey, we do not need you. This is you the know? most
1: value you can be to this team is yeah, you know, to take this bullet for us.
0: <laughs> you know what we really could use from you is if you sat over there alone instead. Can you it's go like,
1: scrape the ice off my car so it's ready to go when the game's over? Thanks.
0: It's it's like, all right, coach. Yeah, if, if it's okay with you while I'm in there, like, is it cool if I just fuck myself <laughs> while I'm in? Is that all right with you? If I'm too loud, let me know. But otherwise, I'm going to be in there just fucking myself. You're being too loud. I feel bad for him. I feel bad for him. It really is. It, it's, it's a dehumanizing feeling to be like, oh, yeah, I'm just a penalty guy. I'll go serve it for you. I'm sure that's not how like these professionals feel. That's how I felt. I felt bad for Loco there.
1: Um, I think that's most of the second period. And yeah, there is a video um, of the second intermission of the t-shirt gun cannon at Madison square garden. You're, that's you're nodding your head back and forth. So you know exactly what I'm talking about. Okay. So for listeners yeah. who did not see this, the t-shirt cannon at Madison Square Garden is not your grandfather's t-shirt cannon. This is not a single-use shot, it is a Gatling gun. It looks steam powered, it looks belt fed. Like it, it like how many t-shirts can you be packing into this thing? It comes like out on g-
0: wheels, by the way. It's not handheld this thing.
1: No, you can't lift that thing. A genuine estimate, I think there was probably about 25 to 30 t-shirts in this thing.
0: Yeah. That's yeah, incredible.
1: That what, like, the amount of engineering that went into making this is probably too much. Like, you guys could have been doing something else, I think.
0: The scary thing about it is, like, so there's like a constant stream of steam.
1: Or yeah, you can't even see where the shirts are coming out, coming out like, of it.
0: And you can't even see when they come out of the cannon. It's just, you're seeing just like a haze of smoke. And then suddenly a t shirt is flying out of it.
1: And those things are flying. Like, that, that is like actually dangerous. If they were you're not getting upper attention. deck territory. Yeah. That's incredible. Well good for new york i guess maybe third, i'm just jealous i'm still dude, using a slingshot
0: <laughs> to get yeah i have to throw my t-shirt with my arm like a caveman <laughs> <laughs> you know how cayman were throwing their t-shirts throwing their t-shirts events, like <laughs> uh third period opens and pretty quickly charlie Coyle Ooh. gets his fourth straight goal that's not a, that's not a great way to say it fourth straight game with a goal Extends his goal, goal game streak to four with the goal. God, that flows right off the tongue. You're um, doing amazing. Lindholm does most of the work there. Yeah. Wrap around and a beautiful dish across the crease. But Coyle, shout out to Coyle. Looking like a real strong boy there, holding his ground. Uh keeps his space by the the opposite post. Uh, but again, that's 90% Lindholm being Lindholm. Honestly, I think it's a very quietly
1: difficult thing to do. What Coil did is to just stay at that point next to the net without getting not only bodied out of there, but getting your stick on the ice. Yeah, like because like I don't think Coil's weak, but like I don't think if somebody asked me like the strongest guys in the team, I would necessarily list him. Mm-hmm. But that he was so solid, it wasn't even a battle. It was just like I'm put. I'm I'm here. That's it. Deal with it. But yeah, no, another wildly important assist for Hampus Lindholm who like at this point he has 13 points in his first 11 games
0: unreal come unreal on. come on I gotta see an updated graphic for like where he was uh you know listed there with like Ray Bork and Ray Bork only yeah yeah again for, if anybody didn't see
1: that graphic they listed it was like the most points by Bruins defenseman in the first 10 games and um Lindholm is I think uh seventh Mm-hmm. In that, in the top eight, he is one of them. The other seven are all Ray Bork from different seasons. Yeah. Like, I, I think I was not really alive to witness Ray Bork. So every time I look at stats about Ray Bork, I'm like, how is this a person? Like, how did this happen? I was like, doing who, what? Who let this happen? Like, looking at Bruins' all-time points leaders, what is he, like 1,600? Mm-hmm. Like... It's like you look at like Bru- uh, Bergeron like approaching like the goals records and like then you look at the top of the list and you're like, yeah, nobody is reaching Borg. Like no one is getting up there. He's ridiculous. Can he was a defense. What's with Bruins and just like all like star, not even all star, but like all time defensemen
0: like Hall of Fame defensemen. I mean, that very, are specifically offensive. Bobby, yeah, very specifically Bobby Warren Ray Borg. But yeah, it's kind of those are the, those are the two that kind of come to mind. Maybe another one in, uh, in the next 20 years. Uh, but that was the first of three goals that came over the course of what? Four minutes. A very short amount of time. A very short amount of time. That's a good way to put it. So the second one here is 48 uh, seconds ties, later. Yeah. Ties the game up. This comes from Adam Fox. Now's the time. Now we're going to talk. Now we discuss Matt Grizzlick. Now we discuss Matt Grizzlick. Oh boy. And how he didn't do anything here.
1: Yeah. So Just. Fox like, yeah. Fox is carrying the puck over the line. And just gearing up the shot to shoot. And Matt Grizzly is deciding I can either make a stick play or I could block the shot and then elects to do neither. He kind of looks like he's making himself as small as possible and out of the way as possible. Like he's collapsing in on himself. He's pulling the stick away and he's just like turning his whole body sideways and, like, watching it live, I didn't fully see it. You just, like, full speed, you're like, oh, there's a goal. And then they show the replay. Because, like, the moment they show a replay, I'm like, what was the defenseman doing? Nothing. nothing. So we, I, we both independently made the same note that Matt Gris like, did nothing on
0: that goal. It, he that really was wanted period. to do something. I just wish it was anything other than what he did. Like... It, it, he stepped out of the way, dude. I mean, that's so ugly. I mean, I I know it's old school hockey to be like, put the body on him. But, it, like, you're one-on-one. You're one-on-one. <laughs> for- Do something. Like, to, to put your feet together and turn sideways and step to his non-shooting side is, like, as out of the way as you can possibly fucking be. It's like a first guy's
1: back at practice and you're trying to, like, take it easy on him and giving him a lane to take a nice shot. And also just the context, that's the tying goal in the third period, less than a minute after you just put yourself ahead again. Mm -hmm. And then just like zero effort lets the game get tied. That was upsetting. I did not enjoy that.
0: No, but like a minute later, our good friend, Trent Frederick, my boy, your boy, your young son, dude, Trent Frederick Clifton is my son. uh, This one also all Felino. It really was. Felina, Felina had I, the break in. He tracked it around the net, stayed with it, got physical, and then had a beautiful drop pass to Freddie's forehand. It was like textbook stuff. It was unbelievable. I think,
1: I think Felina was double shifting, too, because he was playing in Greer's place on the third line.
0: Because
1: mm-hmm. the uh, Yeah, because he was playing alongside the rest of that third line. So like I, I noticed that, and then they ended up scoring. And they say that, like, uh, Montgomery's message to Frederick is hunt and hit, which is like, yeah, that's what I want from Frederick. But, like, that Mm -hmm. setup from Foligno is so nice because Foligno had his back to the net and just had this, like, little nudge to, like, get it right over to Frederick, who was, like, in a really great position to shoot. And just, it was a nice shot, too. Like, seeing I puck, it got through, I think it was, like, right through a jumping coil and under the arm of Igor. So it wasn't like he picked Mm -hmm. the corner, but, like, Still like so good to see for him. And again, to put yourself back on top. Love it.
0: Dude, um, one guy we haven't mentioned up to this point, who super aggressive offensively tonight, maybe didn't get the job done, but was a shoot first, chase down the puck get in their mentality. We did mention him a little bit, but not really in the context of this game in particular. Brad Martian. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh point wise a quiet game. But uh, again, he's just he his game is there. Like he is already warmed up. Even for a game where he didn't like have one of his like highlight real goals or like really show up on the score sheet.
0: Just his like doggedness yeah. is so fun to watch. Yeah. He's just I just I just love watching him play aggressively. Once he makes up his mind, like I'm winning this puck. There's like he'll follow man to man. He'll follow a pass and be like, I'm not giving up on this puck. Like just because my man don't have it, baby, do not mean that I don't want it anymore.
1: And he's like one of the only shorter NHL players that I think is able to use their size as an advantage, as like at least as well as he does. The mm-hmm. way he can just get under players, it's like they go to hit him, but he's not there anymore. Like he's like at their like like lower torso, if anything. Mm-hmm. I love it. it. It's so cool to see, and I think it's like where a lot of his like pivoting moves come from just like on a lower center of gravity or just like the fact that he has a smaller stature and uses it so well. Mm-hmm. And just like a pair with seats, like small and dense and fast. Like it's just so good. He's good at knocking people off the puck, good at lifting and stealing the puck,
0: mm-hmm.
1: lifting the stick and stealing the puck. But no, I agree.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Marshy's the man, dude. I love him. I don't know if I've ever mentioned that before, but I love him. Uh, which kind of leads us right to the Jake goal. Oh, Jake, DeBrusque. Jake, 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 Jake. OK, we should let the listeners know about this. Yeah, that's This is going to come up a lot. Yeah, this is going to happen every time. I'm also going to play the audio from it a oh, lot good. on this okay, show. Very good. <laughs> Not right now because I don't have it. I have to find it. There's a so I went to um, God. I think it was a first round playoff game in 20. 20- I think it was 18? 20. I think it was 20. No. 2020?
1: No, oh, maybe I'm wrong. Sorry, there go was, on.
0: 2020, there weren't people in the stands Ah, true. There was this virus that why, uh I was say, why would happen? Yeah, I think this was I think this was like 2017, to be honest. This is a while ago. I think this is five years ago. Uh I was in Amelie Arena. Checking out those Boston Bruins. Uh, I want to say it was game one, maybe of the second round. And I think it was the only game that the Bruins won of that series. But oh, I found it. Oh, my God. How did I just find it that fast? I'm impressed. So uh, it was April 21st, 2019. There's no way that's right. Could be There's right. There's no way that's right. That's definitely when I downloaded this video. Nah, this is from like 2017. I'm going through a text, and I also have it on April 21st. <laughs> Maybe that's when he was sent it. I don't know. But uh, Jake DeBrus scores an empty net goal, and I'm sitting with my dad. But like, so we got two sick tickets to this game, but we couldn't get them on in the same row. So me and my dad are the only Bruins fans in our section. But my dad is sitting like three rows behind me. So I take a video of Jake's empty netter, and I turn around, and my dad is screaming. You'll hear it. Uh, We'll post a video on our Twitter, too, uh, if you guys tweet at us and ask for it enough times. I will tweet it. Uh, But here's the audio from that video. (laughs) My dad's screaming from Rose behind me. Jake! Jake! So that's now what we do when Jake scores.
1: And honestly, the audio itself does not do it justice because like red in the face, just like like so <laughs> committed to screaming Jake. Like it's
0: top of his lungs.
1: Yeah. Just to a crowd that no nobody wants to hear it. Nobody wants to hear about Jake DeBrus, empty net or
0: goal. And nobody cared there either, is the thing. No, like, of course they wouldn't. Nobody cared. Like they're they're Florida hockey fans. So I mean they, they are, their expectations are already low. There were people there that were like, "Yeah, I have season tickets." So, uh they they gave us the playoff tickets uh, as a gift this year. So, yeah, we took them, but uh, you know, we had other plans last night and uh we thought they were tonight originally, but then we double checked the schedule we said, "Oh, no, the game's Friday. I thought it was Thursday." So, we it still got to It go starts at a, 7. Uh so we'll probably stay for one one maybe the first half, maybe the first quarter. And when somebody we'll scores, pull. we'll leave, because then it's over. Well, yeah, hopefully this one's a short one. Um. But yeah, so that, that Jake, 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 Jake scores. <laughs> Jake scores a beauty tonight.
1: Yeah, honestly, that whole play was so, so nice. Because it was Taylor Hall galloping up the right wing and passing it over to Zaka, who collected it on the backhand and like very quickly transferred it to the forehand and just got it over to DeBrusque on the wall. Mm. I'm sorry, Taylor Hall's coming up the left wing. Uh and passing over to DeBrest, who was like basically on the right wall. And one timer like it, it it glanced Igor's glove. Like you can tell it just nicked his glove and went over. But it was it's like it, it's I love those like Pretty not a guaranteed one timer, but there's a lot of net, but you're so far away, it just looked great. And I love yeah. seeing Jacob Rust score goals,
0: just I just like seeing him happy. Man, is that so hard? Is that no. such a bad thing? It is. Am I such a bad Cruz. guy because I like seeing him happy? Yeah, you dick, you real jerk. Uh, uh at, at
1: this point, in the broadcast they pointed out that in the first 15 minutes of the third period, the Rangers only had three shots on goal, and in wow. the whole game, they only had 20. Wow. Not great. Not Three, a great In the first
0: 15 minutes of the third?
1: Yeah, of the third period. Not great. There was a period the Bruins went without a shot for, I think, like 11 or 12 minutes. But, to, I mean, that's not great. Like, especially at that point, you're, like, down by two goals. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, they really got to start giving it to Olmark. Or not. Like, that works or too. Or not. Which now. one is it?
0: Uh From there, um... Beyond just the goal, uh, Hall shooting first again, Marshy shooting first again. Marshy shot first on a three on one. I, yeah, yes, he
1: did. And I was thinking, truly, one of the only players on the team I'm okay with doing that.
0: Yeah, yeah, like it's it's like,
1: yeah, like if you're on the top line, I'll let you get away with
0: it. Yeah, but that's about it. Uh, two power plays that resulted in nothing for the Bees.
1: Uh, i the last two seconds of the power play, mm-hmm. Carlo. I, I think you might have missed this, but like the puck came to Carlo, fifteen feet out from the net. Not mm-hmm. a soul around him. One timed it dead center into the chest of Igor. And I'm like, I'm like Carlo, get back to the blue line. What are you doing Car- up here, like, Carlo? Like he just wanted the whistle.
0: Like he's like, here you go, but fast. <laughs> That's got to suck if you're Igor. What? If That's gotta be the worst. Thing? No, I mean like. To be ready to save a puck, to be ready to make a move, and just take it in the gut. Yeah, they're fine. I don't know. I think they were even. Mad, right? Even if I'm the opposing goalie, I'd be like, "What the fuck, dude? Like, make me make a move." Igor came way. Oh, well, Igor
1: did come way out. He was like a couple feet out of the crease at that point. So there was just truly nothing for Carlo to shoot at. Mm-hmm. But even so, it was just fitting because it's Carlo and he does that a lot. Yeah. Uh, and then the uh, the nail in the coffin. Who else but Hampus? Goddamn Lindholm, Mister Hampus. That's his second empty netter goal from 180 feet this season. Where he what? doesn't even look like he's setting up. He just turns around. And he's like, "Here you go." Like just like wheels it, it goes up the right ice, there,
0: dead center. Like, dude, that's his sixth point in two games.
1: <laughs> Again, thirteen points in eleven games. That's ridiculous. Like, who are? Yeah. Right. Can you imagine before the season started and someone came up to you was like, "Hey." I'm from like three weeks in the future. Eleven I feel games. Like in the- that's
0: kind of boring.
1: <laughs> I am working on the time machine. Uh, and they told you that eleven games in the season, that the two defensemen leading in points would be Hampus Lindholm and Eric Carlson. Would you believe them?
0: I, there might Maybe. be a not, there might be another defenseman I'm missing. I wouldn't. Maybe. I, Lindholm. Lindholm like, they came from the future, n- Rob. They're building a time machine, not a very good one. But a time no, machine.
1: But do Eric Carlson thing alone is baffling me.
0: He has nine
1: goals. All right. I don't want to talk about Eric Carlson for a lot of reasons, but we'll close the game out here with, yeah, the Lindholm empty Netter yep. sealed it. That gives your Boston Bruins a 10-1-0 and 0 record. Are you kidding me? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And they're playing in Toronto on Saturday. And Toronto mm-hmm. is not good. They're not. No. They're going to start Mark again, I bet. I don't think you put Keith Kincaid in net in Toronto, on hockey night in Canada, Saturday night. You don't.
0: No. You do put him
1: in net Monday, home ice against the St. Louis Blues, who are currently 30th in the league. That's when you put him in net. So I expect to see Omar back
0: again. Omar has eight wins. He's 8-0. That is true. That is true. And he has a goals (laughs) against average even lower than the 219 that he came in with. So what, like 215 or something like that? Yeah, We're kind of good at at guesstimating these off the hip um the Bruins are officially on, <laughs> the Bruins are officially on pace for a hundred and fifty point season. <laughs> Can <laughs> you say sustainable? <laughs> they are on pace to go 75 and seven. <laughs> oh I love it. Uh, There's so many reasons. It's 150 points uh which <laughs> would at that point don't even have the records. playoffs just like
1: yeah no that that's that, then I, that's when I get nervous about a first round sweep Allah, Columbus and Tampa
0: yeah I mean that's what happens that's what happens it's just kind of always what happens yeah oh well,
1: well the president's trophy curse but yeah. yeah
0: hubris is probably the right word probably closer than a curse I'm so not a jinx guy not a curse no. guy. I, the only thing I don't like doing is saying the word shutout before really? shutout is
1: confirmed. I'm not like, if I say it, it's not going to happen. But like, there's just something like, I'm like, I don't want to say it. Like, no, most of the time, I don't, I don't, I don't really care.
0: I've been at no hitters in baseball and been like, check out this no hitter that's going on. Do you think he get, ends with a perfect game? I'm going to get punched in the back of the head. It's like. I don't know. It's like, dude, I could sit here and say anything. I'm not going to affect the game unless I yell it loud enough for them to hear anything. Like, I don't know.
1: I was, I, just I, I thought you were going to start saying that you were screaming no hitter at the pitcher.
0: No, I've done that. I've done that, you know, as a fan. I would do that in a minor league number. game. Cause like, cause as they they're coming to you. the dugout, like, hey, keep that no hitter going, buddy. Nobody's going to hit you tonight.
1: Yeah, that's when you do get punched in the back
0: of the head. That's actually that's actually good. But yeah, oh, no, dude, I, I don't know. I just don't I just don't believe yeah. in the in the curses and yeah. this and that.
1: Did you have a, a fun a fun time during this game though? All in all,
0: I had a fun time. I certainly did. Yeah,
1: yeah. Again, it it's like game. every every game we're going into now. I'm just like kind of bracing myself. I'm like, this could be mm-hmm. the loss. Like the the longer that's you a- go. Yeah. The longer you go on the win streak, the more like likely it is I think it's going to happen. Like, you're going to regress to the mean. But then you keep mm-hmm. looking at the details and at the schedule. I'm like, I don't think it happens against Toronto. I don't think it happens against St. Louis. And then they play Calgary, and Calgary's good. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, maybe then. And then they play th- Buffalo, and Buffalo's really good. Buffalo's 7-3-0 right
0: now. I just don't believe that. Uh, it doesn't seem right. I think. I think, honestly, I think they split the... Toronto and St. Louis games. I think they only win one of those. Do you think they she lose just, in Toronto? Just out of numbers, they have to lose one of them in my mind. Uh, I don't know if they lose in Toronto. I don't know. I just I think
1: if, if Kincaid shits the bet on Monday, assuming he starts, I I think that's one of the only ways I see
0: them lose. Uh like like against the blues? Yeah. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I could see that He's I could see, see it being that too. I just I just don't see them going into Calgary 12 1-0. That just that number I, just sounds a little too silly. I do. I
1: ridiculous. choose what, speaking of Calgary, mm-hmm. Bruins game.
0: We'll be raffling off the tickets. Get your retweets in. Yes, go retweet that. And we'll be announcing it on our next show, which is gonna be uh Saturday night, Sunday morning after the Toronto game. Yeah, is that we'll be correct? recording. Yep,
1: we'll be recording right after the game on Saturday and posting Typically, what is it around like twelve thirty? They usually go
0: up. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's either late s- Saturday night, early Sunday, depending on if, what time. We wrap if it up. you
1: are listening to these podcasts at twelve thirty in the morning, let us know, and I will buy you a jersey.
0: Don't, don't hold say me
1: those that. things. Don't don't hold me to that
0: because I won't know how to make you prove that. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys for tuning in again. We really appreciate it. Thanks yeah, so much. Um, if you don't follow us already on Twitter, do that. Uh, if you don't, actually, I don't know how you would have found this show. Uh, maybe Reddit. There's there's a couple other ways you could have found us. But if you don't follow us on Twitter, follow us there at bearwithme underscore pod. Follow Rob at Ross Dauer. Follow me at Joey Capone. You'll just see the links in the bio. Don't don't worry about spelling any of that stuff. Uh, Rob, any closing thought? Uh, math problem for the people? No. Just super excited
1: about how this is going. Having a ton of fun and can't wait to kick Toronto's ass on Saturday on on their home turf.
0: It's ice, actually, up there. They play on ice up there. What sport are we talking it's about? ice up there. It's ice. The Toronto
1: Raptors versus the Boston Bruins. Another sport where they do not play on turf.
0: Yep. <laughs> we'll, we'll get there. <laughs> Could have easily picked the team who does play, like, right next door on turf. No. But I didn't. Uh, yes, thanks, guys, so much for listening. And we'll catch you Saturday night, Sunday morning. After this Leafs game, and we will announce who gets those Calgary tickets. And until then, bear with me.
1: Can we write a fucking outro, please?
0: Somebody else write us an outro. Bye. Bye.